Welcome to the Cascade Church Portland podcast. We're a church that works to be both safe to be and safe to grow through our commitment to intentionality, diversity, curiosity, prayer, and advocacy. Enjoy. This is the best sermon title we've had all year. We saved it till December, The Need for Black Santa. So would you welcome Leroy Barber. Oh, that transition was a little... It changed my sermon all together. Uh, uh, well, good morning, Cascade fam. How's everybody? Good, good, good. Good to be here again. Uh, my name is Leroy Barber, and uh, uh, I am just honored to be a part of uh, Cascade through the way in which I'm able to connect in through teaching and uh, doing various things throughout the year. And so um, happy to be here this Sunday before we, we celebrate Christmas. Um, <laughs> Kurt, I'm blaming Kurt. Um, uh, uh, I won't blame Kurt. All right. So about 20 years ago, uh, I didn't know Kurt. Uh, and I lived in Atlanta, and we, uh, we had a we started kind of a little store and coffee shop and stuff, and and uh, coffee shop came later. There was this kind of thrift uh, deal, and uh, we uh, one Christmas I was like, I'm gonna be Black Santa, right? And my wife, who knows me very well, is like, you always got some. What is wrong with you? So, <laughs> so I dress up, I go around to the store, and uh, you know, I'm Santa. For, for a day, and uh, uh, surprisingly, um, friends start bringing their kids into the store, and like, yeah, this is cool, and, um, and so I have pictures that are of 15, 16, you know, maybe 15 years ago, 15 years old of these kids that are now in college of uh, being like the first Santa that they um, encounter, and um, uh, I didn't realize at the time what that actually meant uh, for these parents and what they were trying to get across to their children. And so, this, so uh, moving here to Portland, uh, uh, start, started the tradition over, like, if anybody needs a black Santa, it's Portland, right? <laughs> so, so I was like, let's do a black Santa in Portland, and uh, we did it, I guess it's three or four years now, fourth year, I think, and uh, 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 set up Santa, and oh my gosh, um, the lines and the amount of people was incredible, um, and uh, it just caused me to think about about Christmas and this need for Black Santa, and we were talking about it, and Chris like, you should dress up and preach like Black Santa, I was like... That suit's kind of itchy and all that, so. So I want to talk this morning about the promise of Christmas, but also this need for Black Santa. And I'll read from Isaiah. A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots, a branch will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him. The spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and of might, 
the spirit of the knowledge and fear of the Lord, and he will delight in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what he hears with his ears, but with righteousness he will judge the needy. With justice he will give decisions for the poor of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, with the breath of his lips. He will slay the wicked. Righteousness will be his belt and faithfulness the sash around his waist. Our Christmas celebrations, um, I don't know about yours. I don't know. Yeah, I grew up in church. So, you know, all, you know, all the stuff about comfort and love and joy and peace, right? Uh, this is what we want for Christmas. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas, right? You know, uh, dark-skinned kid in Philadelphia dreaming of a white Christmas, right? Uh, and uh, peace and goodwill, right, Uh, and all of these things. And uh, here, when I started this Black Santa thing, um, the idea of justice, um, I discovered, was missing from many of our Christmas celebrations. What is that all about? Why is that left out, right? Um, uh, uh, Isaiah writes about this significantly. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of, of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice. From that time and forevermore, the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish it. It seems like the centerpiece of this thing is justice. It will be upheld, right, with justice, right? Like this throne will be established with justice, but yet we don't sing about justice. We don't celebrate justice at Christmas time. We don't talk much about it, right? What I've discovered is, 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 is uh, black Santa makes you think about justice, right? It's, it's this little thing in people's minds where justice, like, gets triggered when they see a black Santa. Now, uh, uh, I, I, I also have gotten a lot of uh, emails and backlash about appropriation, right? And so that caused me uh, to do some more studying. Can we put up my first slide? Uh, this is St. Nicholas, right, uh, who this idea of Santa was born from. Do you notice something about St. Nicholas? Can you do my next slide? I, I, I looked around and looked around and... Hmm. Hmm. Maybe there isn't any appropriation here. Maybe there's truth. Black, like Saint Nicholas was dark skinned. The establishment of Black Santa is really just telling the story how it should be told. Santa Claus. A symbol of justice. This guy, 
uh, uh, carried out justice in his day, right? Um, uh, he stood for the rights of children and sailors in his day. Uh, he went to jail, right, for years for uh, not burning Bibles and not re renouncing Christ. And he spent years in prison. And he died around December 6, three, uh, 343. Right? That, that the tradition of Santa Claus through St. Nicholas has been co-opted. Following Jesus was more than about comfort. The tradition came through someone who stood for justice, who cared for children, who, who would take gifts and presents and these things to poor kids, who, who reminded uh, the world during his day that following Jesus was more than about comfort, good tidings of comfort and joy, of comfort and joy, the tidings of comfort and joy. That uh, 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 somehow sacrifice for other people turned into toys. So the story of St. Nicholas, who went to jail, spent years in jail, stood up for children, uh, uh, rights for people, uh, workers, low-paid workers like sailors in, in that day. Um, uh, this story uh, affiliated with a dark man had to be rectified, right? Because dark things represent bad. And somehow, in this space and time where we dwell, not having a black Santa actually continues the process of making dark things bad and not celebrating the good dark things of the world. Right? Even saying it that way sounds, right, in our, in our psyche, right? Good dark things? Yeah. Because everything around us tells us that dark is bad. So, uh, uh, the Mall of America uh, decided this year that they were going to have the first ever Black Santa, right? Yeah! Next slide. And uh, I could only put up a few of the things that came from that. They had to shut the site down from all of the hate that went towards this man. See, my friends, dark things represent bad. Santa's white, they say. Put up my next slide. I don't want to stick on this one too long. Five black Santa. 
was not about bringing gifts, I discovered. But it was about a role model who affirmed the identity of colored children in the world. If it was just about gifts, any Santa would do, right? But, but last week this time, 500 kids showed up in this city to see Black Santa. Isn't that crazy? My back thinks it's really crazy. White parents who have adopted dark children make up about half of those people that show up. Biracial couples, queer couples, black parents thanking me profusely, white parents who desire that their kids know something different, see a different story. These are all things just spoken in my ears. I sit there all day long and take pictures with kids. The stories are coming. The thank yous are coming. A stump of Jesse. A shepherd boy's father would be king, the scripture tells us. Who is Jesse that he gets so much play in the scripture? A shoot will come from the stump of Jesse. Well, who the heck is Jesse? He's this, he, he has eight sons, right? Uh, uh, but here is a little jewel I found, like, like Jesse's grandmother was Ruth, right? Uh, Ruth answered, please don't tell me to leave you and return home. I will go where you go. I will live where you live. Your people will be my people. Your God will be my God. I will die where you die. I will be buried beside you. May the Lord punish me if we are ever separated, even by death. When Naomi saw that Ruth had made up her mind to go with her, she stopped urging her to go back. They reached Bethlehem. And the whole town was excited to see them. The women who lived there were excited when Ruth and Naomi arrived in Bethlehem. The root of Jesse goes back to Bethlehem and his grandmother, Ruth, and Naomi. I like to say these two sisters, right? Maybe black women, if you will. At least women of color. Plant something in Bethlehem that would return, right? Who they are, what their commitments are to one another, the unity they bring to that place, right? That her grandson, Jesse, now with eight sons, one of those sons would sit on a throne that would last forever. 
the roots of Jesse. So through his son, David, his eighth son, David, the son he didn't dress up when they were going to choose a new king. Here's how the story went. Hey, Samuel's coming over, right? The new king would be one of your sons, Jesse. Dress all seven of them up except for the little one, David. David, the eighth son, the shepherd boy, he would become king and that throne would be established forever through Jesus. He's known for this Goliath story. What I, what I, what I, what I like about this story, a shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. Like, like, I wrote a whole sermon on stumps that I won't give you. <laughs> but from this small place, from the shepherd boy outside, from the place you don't uh, think anything good will come from, from a commitment that Ruth makes to Naomi and their grandson now has a son who would be king, from this root, fruit will be born in the world. From a stump. I'm from Philadelphia. I have no idea how trees work, really. I know how concrete works, right? But apparently, so when I lived in Atlanta, I got a little bit of, like, understanding of green, right? So uh, I now live here. So, you know, I'm, I'm way out of my element. Um, We had thunderstorms there, you know. Uh, Those of you from areas where thunderstorms happen, every summer, thunderstorms, lightning, (laughs) like, hits a tree in our yard, tree falls over on a neighbor's house, right? Uh, uh, Big, giant oak, all kinds of arms smash their car to smithereens, right? Uh, That's another story. But that oak tree, we had to get somebody to come, cut it all off, right, cut it down, and they left this stump. And uh, uh, I... Philadelphia, right? Like, why you get rid of that thing? And a guy says, uh, um, is it an arborist, I think, I believe? So, yeah, man, good. Yeah. I learned something. Says, well, that tree was 40 feet tall, 50 feet tall with giant branches on it. He's like, uh, you see this hill, like, on the side of your house that goes up? He's like, that's probably all roots. He's like, there is, there are, the roots are probably just as big as that tree, if not more. And I was like, damn, really? <laughs> so, so now my son lives in that house now, right? Um, he's not paying me enough rent, by the way, but, <laughs> but that stump, oh, like it's got, it's got green all you can't even see the stump now that was about I don't know eight nine years ago 
And now, now there's green all around it coming out, and you don't even see the stump. Like, the beauty of Christ wasn't, isn't in, like, what we see, right? The beauty of the story is in what happens in the roots of, of who God is, and consequently, like, like, our identity and who we are as people and, and, and how we fit into the world and, and how all of that lives inside us, right, right? Those are the roots of who we are, right? Like, you, like I can lose a thumb and still be Leroy Barber, right? I don't know if I can not be a Cowboys fan and be Leroy Barber. We have to test that. But it's, it, is, it is the root. It is the identity. What we identify with and who we are that is important. And somehow, a black Santa Claus sitting in the front of a room, taking pictures with children, helps these children see who they are and understand who they are. And their parents desire for them to get that. And they see getting that through this mythical deal called Santa Claus. But when you make that Santa Claus black, it does something. It does something for parents who have, out of the goodness of their hearts and out of a conviction have adopted a kid that's a different culture of them and they see all of a sudden the importance of that kid developing well in a little moment with a guy called Santa Claus whose face is black and the roots of who they are are established and will bear fruit in their lives. Yeah, I know Santa Claus is mythical, right? I know Santa Claus may not be real. I know, right? Like that, 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 that. There is, there is, there are bigger and better things for me to do probably with my time. the root of what that represents has been absolutely like, like a gift to the people that, that, that decide to come and to the person sitting in that seat. Justice will hold the realm of God together. The wolf will live with the lamb, the leopard will lie down with the goat, the calf and the lion and the yearling together, and a, and a child will lead them. The cow will feed with the bear, their young will lie down together, and the lion will eat straw like an ox. The infant will play near the cobra's den, and the young child will put its hand into a viper's nest. They will neither harm nor destroy all on my holy mountain. For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters covers the sea. Justice will bring predators and prey together. 
the child will lead them. No destruction. The promise of Christmas is justice entering the world. A child is born. A son is given. The spirit of the Lord is upon me, this Jesus will say. To bring good news to the poor, poor, freedom, sight, opening of prison doors. The gift of justice is upon us, my friends. May peace be lived out through justice in your life. May the love of the season be lived out through justice in your life. May the season bring Comfort and joy and justice lived out among you. May the spirit of St. Nicholas live in your hearts. May the roots of you and your children produce fruit. May the God of Abraham, Isaac, Sarah, Ruth and Naomi and Mary 